program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat. All right, we're here. Happy Tuesday, everybody out there in radio listening land. It is the tailgate. Jeff Cardozo and the lying, manipulating, get out of jury duty Pat Dooley has uh, made his way into the studio. That, that is not true. I, I would have had to have talked to somebody for that to that. <laughs> And that's about all I can say about You're not supposed to talk about the trial. I'll just say it was seven hours. I never spoke to anybody. It's like Fight Club. Can't talk about it. I guess, yeah, it's a trial. Okay, I never was really even close to being on the jury, which was fine because I. But but you know what? One thing that the judge said it when we got done after seven hours on a hard bench. He said, "You know what, you guys? There's a lot of you out there that are probably thinking I wasted my whole day. Why did?" He goes, "This is part of the system." We have to have you. It's, we had to have you in here to listen to what we were saying before we could make sure we had a jury. And I go, yeah, you're right. I'm good. I'm good with that. I mean, so would, how many years is that clear? You know, do they say? I only have two more that, or no, I've got a year and a couple of months before I can get out. Seven at seventy, you're done. Oh, you you know, you can't. But like, well, you, what if it was normal like me, and then you you, you pat like how many years till you get called again? There was one woman who'd been on like four juries. Really? So I've been. That was only the second one I was even called, called for. I hope I'm done. But if they ask me to serve, I will run. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike uh, Lyndon Johnson, back yes. in the old days, back before your parents met. Yeah. He said, if elected, or no, if nominated, I will not run. If elected, I will not serve. Really? He wanted out. I don't know how good a president he was anyway. I don't know. I did watch National Treasure last night, so I'm historically good with a bunch of things. It's A lot of that's made up, you know, right? Well, it's not. <laughs> yes, it is. No, it's not. It is. It's fascinating. I love that movie. That's high praise indeed. <laughs> that it is. All right. Well, we talked a lot yesterday that you missed, of course. Oh, I, I can't wait to hear what you talked about. Scrimmage-wise on Saturday. Gators are going to win the national title, according to a couple people, because the receivers are good. And All right. So that's good. It's good if they win the national title, That'd yeah. cool. Yeah. I don't, I, look, here's the thing, Jeff, that drives me crazy is the way – and it's a me problem where I mentally go back and forth with this team. And usually I go back and forth with every team where I get kind of high. And then I go, well, the low point on Monday was when the coaches poll came out, even though, as you know, they, it's meaningless. And you see that five teams, Florida plays are in the top 10. Mm -hmm. 
and you're going, oh, I knew the schedule was tough. <laughs> now, I didn't know it was that tough. Five of the top 10, six of the top 15 in the coaches' poll. And four other teams receive votes. Yeah. So that means there's only two teams that nobody thinks is a tough. any good. And that is Charlotte and McNeese, which is not eligible for the poll. Yeah. So one team. Yeah, so you that's what you got to go battle. Now, I will say this. People voted for Missouri. I think you're way offline there. People voted for South Carolina. Uh, they were actually one spot ahead of Florida, 27th. Mm-hmm. I still think South Carolina is a little overrated. I think their schedule's tough, too. We'll see. We'll see. They will play games, and we will f- have results, and we'll be able to make comments on them eventually. That we will. We did watch a fascinating uh, Little League World Series qualifier game yesterday. It was 7 nothing, and the other team came back and won 8-7 on a walk-off walk with a bases load in the bottom of the sixth inning. So, mm, That sounds it, like it was... It was pretty compelling. Compelling. But And it was interesting because... 14-year-olds playing baseball. No, they're 12. 12-year-olds playing baseball. There was a dude that hit an absolute bomb... In like the first inning, yeah, and he pimped it, and they did this little celebration at home plate where he stepped on the plate and all the kids fell down like a bowling. Thing. Yeah, you know you've yeah. seen that before. So that's the team that ended up losing. Well, the Ooh. kid that hit the home run is the one that came in the game pitching. Gave and up the hit. He pooped the bed and was all the of one sudden, responsible for the walk. So it, it humbles you a little bit. All of a sudden. The word compelling does matter. Before it didn't matter when you were saying it. I yeah. didn't. But yeah, that guy got l- taught a lesson. Yeah, don't get too. And hopefully, hopefully, he takes it to heart. And and you know me, Jeff. I never like like I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. So, what was it? Sunday was Game Two of the Championship Series out there, right? Yep. Sunday. So Florida wins a game twenty-four to four. I'm getting all kinds of calls from my family who are out there. And they're like, "Why aren't you? Why aren't you talking to? Why aren't you? Why aren't you talking about this game?" I'm like, "I don't want to talk about. It. I want to talk about tomorrow's game. Tomorrow's game is the only one that matters. This game doesn't matter. This game's over. I don't care if it was twenty-four to four or five to four. Doesn't matter. It has nothing to do with the next game. That's the way I look at things. But again, this is years of experience of being burned and beaten and battered around, been sent up, and I've been shot down." But you got up again. But you're the best thing that I've ever found. Handle me with care. See, I'm singing Chumbawamba, and you're singing something I don't well, know. Well, I'm singing a traveling Wilbury song, right. and I'm going to go on a record and go, Wilburys versus Tub Thumpers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I get knocked down. What do I get the up The one-hit wonders. <laughs> At least the, the, the Wilburys had a few songs. Okay. And they had five Hall of Famers. True. I don't think I don't think Chubbawamba had any. Hall. Did anybody from Chubbawamba make the Hall of Fame? No, probably had some Dingleberries though. <laughs> Chubbawamba, oh, get knocked down. <laughs> you could have sang anything in that accent and have a hit song, one hit song. That's it. That's yeah. all you're gonna get. The second song, you could come up and go, oh, I still get knocked down, and everything. Else. No, I, we didn't. It doesn't work. We only needed it once. Well, the the biggest news yesterday at least from a national standpoint, and I'm sure you saw it. 
was the Orioles suspending Ooh, yeah, Kevin Brown. I talked about that on the podcast and today. I, that's just one of the craziest, dumbest things. And if it's Peter Angelos, the owner, I don't understand oh, it. It definitely is. And you had all of these broadcasters actually during their games last night coming out and defending Kevin Brown and they didn't have to defend speeches him. and just saying how it's I- idiotic it was. It's in game day notes. I know. That's the thing. <laughs> So you're just basically reading a you're graphic reading, that yeah. was done by the people behind the scenes, I'm sure talked about. But it was accurate, right. and it was actually a compliment. It's actually a good thing. Yeah. That, yes. And and I say that stuff all the time. It's like, okay, the Gators are so-and-so against this team. Like, that's just that's what you're supposed to do be as careful a broadcaster. There, Jeff. You better be careful what you say. Don't want to say that, you know, Florida lost two out of three to LSU the last time they played. Yeah. You don't want to say yeah. that out loud. But it, it just, I don't know. I i wonder well, how it, much it's going to now come back. Does that guy leave because he's so pissed off? Or, like, what's the repercussions of it all? That's I don't know him well enough to know. He's one of the nicest person. guys yes, in the world. Yes, that's what I've been told. But here's the thing. It reminded me who owns the team mm-hmm. and that he's been a lousy owner for a long time. And that kind of made me go, you know, I was kind of – Get like I had one foot towards the Orioles like bandwagon, the Orioles. and I've taken it off. And I'm gonna go back. I don't know who the third place team is in that division. So I'm not a Rays guy. Blue Jays. I I'm a Blue Jays fan. <laughs> I don't mind the Rays. I have no problem with the Rays. I just I'm, I'm not a big Rays guy. Yeah. Actually, I just won't root for anybody in that division. How about that? Yeah, because you got the Swawks and the Yankees as the other two. They stink. Oh, the Sox are playing better. They're okay. What you got? Kevin Brown is expected to be back in the booth on Friday against the Mariners. Okay, sweet. So, yeah, there was a lot of uh, well, outcry. Uh, it's Tuesday. Why isn't he in the booth tonight? Maybe he let, let, went home. Got to get a ticket. Maybe uh, he looked up some more negative stats. Yeah, really crazy story. But I, I think you give credit to a lot of the broadcasters that during sure. their broadcast, I there was one, and it was actually it was the the Yankee broadcast crew. You know, he's been doing it for he's seventy John years. Sterling, right? Yeah, it was John oh. Sterling, and and Susan. It's hot. So they're both talking about it, and they they said you know the Orioles are. Six and or the Yankees are six and seven the last thirteen games against the Orioles. I hope I don't get suspended by the Orioles for for saying you know they lost or whatever. Uh, they're going to be the the butt of many jokes for a while there. But again, that guy, I mean, he basically ran the club into the ground, and now they're having this resurgence, and it, it makes it made me happy. But now that I remember that, I. Who the owner? I I'd forgotten who the owner of the Orioles was. That's how irrelevant they've been. Well, and and he's been a big part of a lot of stuff. And obviously, you're the owner; you can yeah. do what you want. But there, there's a, for for people that don't know, in 2020, he fired Gary Thorne and Jim Hunter. Gary Thorne was there for 13 years. The voice of hockey. Yep, and Jim Hunter was there for almost a quarter century. In 2021. He fired the PA announcer in the stadium because he was saying some bad tweets. Um, so he didn't like the tweets that he was doing. He uh, argued with a reporter 
about the team's future in Baltimore on MLK Day. And then he also suspended, obviously, uh, Kevin Brown for doing his thing and just reading the graphics that were pointing stuff out. So yeah, he's I, been very involved in just saying, hey, you, you don't do this. But, I mean, see, there's no way that Scott Strickland would be like that. I mean, and, and Jeremy would sometimes say, hey, don't be, you know, you're being too negative. Sometimes. Or this, like, you know, he was obviously. But it was private. Right. I mean, every time Jeremy and I did not agree on something, it was a phone call. Correct. And it got loud, and sometimes it was me yelling at him, too. Yeah. And at the end of it, we were back to being, you know, friends. Yeah. And then it was forgotten. It wasn't like he was going to hold that against you, where this guy just, Angelus, just seems like just a, an idiot. Yeah. As I mean, you, and, and obviously, as the broadcaster for a team, you're you're in it more than anybody. Like you're invested so much. You're you're loving those guys. You're doing everything possible. You care so more if, than anybody. I, it's a miracle the Gainesville Sun didn't suspend me for a well. They did one time, but oh, that's a whole nother story. But that they didn't suspend me for pointing out that Andy Lopez was the first guy to win a series against FSU and Miami in the same year when he did that back in '96. Yeah. I don't know how I survived that. <laughs> yeah. Interesting stuff. So your opinion on any of that stuff, of course, more uh, Gator football if you'd like. Zach Albaverde is going to join the show in about 15 minutes. We'll get Zach in here to talk some football, some recruiting, see if that momentum continues. That'll be at 4.30. But other than that, it's just you and us and Jose on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, Gainesville. I'm Ramon Sanchez IV. Fellow Gator alum and assistant coach Dudley Hart wins the Gulf Assistant Coach of the Year Award, joining head coach J.C. Deacon, who earned National Coach of the Year. In addition, the Gators football team continues fall camp as they gear up for their season opener to face Utah. Utah was ranked number 14 in the preseason coaches poll top 25. Also... Today, the Tampa Bay Rays return home after winning a three-straight series to face off against the St. Louis Cardinals. You can find coverage for the game here at 6 p.m. Lastly, the Miami Marlins, who have lost eight of their last ten games, face off against the Cincinnati Reds tonight at 6.40 p.m. And that's your Sports Center, Gainesville. This is Ramon Sanchez IV. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m. WRUF. Gator Nation, how you doing? This is Jamil, owner of the Mealy Pop Shop, Gainesville's home for collectibles of all sorts, including every single type of sports card, whether it be Panini, Tops, Leaf, Upper Deck. We have it. Come on in, get yourself a box, a pack, get yourself some supplies, get into our breaks, get your Pokemon, get your Yu-Gi-Oh! All the other different kinds of TCG products that we carry in shop are always fully in stock. You can find our stuff on our website as well, mealypops.com. That's another way you can interact with the store, or you can just come into the shop. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunny's. Stop on by. We're open every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And you can check us out on our social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, whatnot, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. We'd love to see you. Come on out to the shop. Have some fun. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunnies. Be a part of the card community here in Gainesville. And always, go Gators!
There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly May dusts, vacuum wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly Maid is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. In 1971, Meldon Law was established, and since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice its clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident. Our commitment to this community is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. All right, we welcome you back. Duels and Dozo here with you. Jose producing our Titan MRI hotline is open. Call us up on it, 392-8255. I don't want to make you mad by telling you this. And it wasn't up to me or I would have invited you, of course. But I get to play golf with Sean Kelly tomorrow down in Marion County. Okay, I'm going to guess the course. Since you're making a big deal out of it, I will guess it at, well, no, Black Diamond isn't in Marion. So I'm going to go Juliet Falls. Okay. I don't want to make it a big deal. It's not a big deal. Wherever you play, it's not a big deal. Okay. And it'll be over with. Then we're playing tomorrow. Where? 
Golden Oak Cowboy. So I get to play the Masters like you you did for uh, real back uh, in the day. Yeah, but you only get to play four holes. Three, I think. <laughs> I get to play all eighteen. <laughs> you did. Oh, speaking it of is playing, a great course, though. yeah, I'm looking playing. forward to it. It'll be fun. Um, remember, Jose introduced the. Oh, wait ima- a minute now. W- what time are you teeing off? Eight thirty. Okay, you'll be back in time. Yeah, I got a meeting at three, so I got to be back anyway. Okay. Uh, remember, Jose introduced the immaculate grid to you last week. Yes, and you couldn't figure it out. No. Well, people are getting really into this thing. I'm not. You know uh, this guy named Matt Dendecker. Yes, heard of him? I've heard of him. So he just tweeted out that, and he did it. He actually got to use himself because he was a Met and a Detroit Tiger. He was in Detroit for like two weeks, and then they cut him. But he was technically a player, so he. Uh, he got to do it, so it was Yankee or uh, Mets, Blue Jays, Rangers, and Detroit. So, you know, I know this is these are the dog days for us. And yeah, Sports Talk Radio, but that's cool. Like you get to use yourself in a uh, game. It's not, it's not cool. If you got to use yourself in a game, you think it was cool? Just because it's someone else doesn't mean it's not cool. Well, I just I know that, and and it's the way of the world right now, where everybody's in this mode of waiting. For something big to uh, something to happen, um, because we're waiting for the season to start. But like today, I, there was an argument about whether fried mozzarella sticks are a top three appetizer, and I'm like, guys, this can we talk about who's going to win the Heisman this year or something like that? First of all, fried cheese mozzarella sticks are not a top three anything. They're not even the top three three uses of cheese. Or are you gonna at least are you gonna go edamame or calamari as a good appetizer? Yeah. My my favorite appetizer is chicken wings. Because, well, yeah. but if you of, count that, if you count that, definitely. And then I would go fried gator tail from Ballyhoo. Mm-hmm. Love that. Okay. And then, um, well, it ain't gonna be fried mozzarella sticks. Okay. I can tell you that. they're See? tasteless. I just roped you into talking they're about it. They're flavorful, flavorless. It tastes like nothing. So you're saying a grilled cheese isn't good? Grilled cheese is good if you get good cheese, but it's not mozzarella. <laughs> mozzarella tastes like nothing. It's a nothing thing. <laughs> All right. Again, we got uh, Zach coming on in uh, about five minutes or so. So let's uh, sneak a phone call in here and get Mike before that. Hey, Mike, what's up? Hey guys, how you doing? Dandy. Wonderful. Uh, I had called a, a while back with a little nostalgia about the Gator gatherings when back in the day when Furrier, Pell, uh, Sloan, all those guys would come around to the small towns. And I had a follow-up story I wanted to pass along. I thought of with uh, Norm Sloan and Eugene McDowell story. Okay. And uh, plus, plus, kind of go into the, the future a little bit. With um, with Napier. Okay, go ahead. All right. Um, when we did those little small town gatherings, and they'd come around, tongues get a little loose when you get away from these choreographed uh, press conferences. I guess that we have now. And I remember a story where uh, Norm, who was a great storyteller, by the way, I heard him more than once at a gathering, and uh, he would he would he was talking about Eugene McDowell. And, of course, he came from Cross City, and he was talking to the crowd, and he said, now let me tell you about this guy we got from a little town called Cross City over in Dixon County. 
and he said, we're going to be uh, – we're lucky to have him. You know, we're, he's going to be a good player, blah, blah, blah. And uh, he said, that, you know, the, the family is in – I don't know if you guys remember this. Pat, you might. Remember what kind of business the family was in? Lumber. The uh, firewood. Yeah. You're exactly right. He said timber, firewood, things like that. And Norm kind of cracked. He said, you know – he said, I guess it's going to be a cold winter in Gainesville this year because we sh- they sure have been selling a lot of firewood up in Gainesville this last year for some reason. The McDowell family's doing pretty well. Uh, people <laughs> oh, just let me up. tell you what. Let me tell you a, a story about that. I'll tell you two quick stories about it. One is that um, uh, when I, I was at the time, Gene at the time, David Lamb actually had uh, pictures of Norm Sloan delivering firewood for the, wow. for the McDowell family. And when I called before, I was tell, uh, I told you I, at that particular gathering, uh, David Lamb was actually the master of ceremonies for that uh, yeah. for that gather, gather gathering. Well, he uh, he he, had, he, he wouldn't run the story. story. He he just he basically kind of got Norm got to him and and kept him from the story. The other thing I wanted to say was that the day Eugene McDowell died, I had to be the guy who told Norm Sloan. He was living in North Carolina at the time and. I had to call him and tell him, and that was very heartbreaking. Yeah, he, uh, by all accounts, was a, a great guy. And uh, normal, actually, I mean, uh, Eugene McDowell definitely was a great guy. Yes, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. Of course, uh, <laughs> this Sloan was just kind of like your, uh, what do you say, your rascally uncle? That it'd be kind of fun to be around sometimes, and then sometimes you knew just to stay away. <laughs> yeah, but, well, uh, I'd stay in a way is the best way to keep out of jail, I think. And, <laughs> Another McDowell story. When he was playing high school ball, I've been friends with um, one of his, at that time, uh, basketball coaches, assistant coach, wasn't the head coach. And he told me this story. I guess it was probably about the time when um, McDowell uh, died, unfortunately, of course. And uh, he said, let me tell you about the McDowell family and Eugene in particular. He said that uh, the coach at the time had a rule that if you were late to practice, you had a run, and I forget what it was. I don't know how many laps around the gym or something like that. If you're late in practice, it doesn't matter. You ran. Well, McDowell was late quite often because he basketball was a winter sport, and he was helping his family with um, the firewood business. And he'd do what he had to do for his dad, and then he'd come over to practice. And uh, he'd run his laps just like anybody else. Yeah, no, I mean, there was a lot going on there. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other thing coming to the future or the current, I guess, I do appreciate, and i got to give an attaboy to Napier for opening up, having at least one scrimmage, you know, an open scrimmage, let fans come, give us something. We get, They keep asking more and more from us. And thankfully, uh, we had something where, you know, fans can go out and get a little taste of football, as you call it, during the dog days of summer here, where we can get a little taste and get a little excited. And and uh, so I think that's good. Napier's, Napier's pushing the right buttons, I think, with the with the fan base, and that's a, a welcome change, certainly from uh, some days, Michael Wayne, Muschamp, that kind of thing. Yeah, I, I mean, he embraces a lot of stuff and, you know, certainly loves to be around and he's doing it the right way behind the scenes. I just, you know, hopefully when it's all said and done, people give him the time because if it doesn't turn out like you want it and there's not eight, nine, ten wins this year and hopefully everybody's not freaking out because it's well, going to take the time. 
let me say too that Muschamp did open up the entire spring practice one he did. year. Um, but none of that stuff matters if you don't win. Yeah. I mean, you could open up every uh, practice and go five and seven, and you're going to get fired. You could not open up any practices and go eleven and one and and do great. So it's it's still going to come. All the stuff we talk about that we like that Napier's doing, and I agree a hundred percent what you're saying and what he's done. He's still got to win games. If he doesn't win games, he'll be like everybody else. You do. You're right. You got to win games. And I, I know I, I read here recently. Uh, I don't know if it was online or in the Sun. I can't remember about uh, Napier's philosophy. And of course, some of it is born out of necessity uh, type of offense and, and defense that we have uh, have had. Will probably have this year. Is it's a little like and and don't jump on me here. A little like Muschamp, but I do notice a slight difference. You know, he's for ball control, uh, shortening the game, eliminating mistakes. He's big on that. Uh, good special team play, which is kind of ironic. But he does add this caveat. He seems to recognize the fact that you've got to have some explosive plays sprinkled in there. I think Muschamp just wanted to really shorten the game, rest his defense, get it down to a 2017-2014 slugfest kind of a thing, or a 17-13 kind of a game, and, uh, and these long extended drives, which a lot of things can happen wrong on a long extended drive, as you know. It doesn't always wind up at seven points. But I do get the sense that Napier feels like I've got to have some speed, I've got to have some threats, I've got to sprinkle in some big plays. Don't you think so, guys? No doubt. Yeah, thank you, Mike. Um, that's exactly right. I mean, look at the receivers that they brought in. Look at the way that Billy Gonzalez has been able to coach them up. To me, that's what stood out the most on, on Saturday, those guys being explosive and, and doing some different things. And, yeah, I think they're, they're bigger up front, and it's just going to take some time. It's a well, and that's the thing. Mu- much different roster Jeff, than it was a year ago. It's a, Yeah, but it's still a roster that's still being built and it's nowhere near yeah, complete. Yeah, what, what it others yeah. is, despite – a former Alabama player saying it's similar. Hey, he's not. He's he's inaccurate. <laughs> All right, we'll get a break. We'll talk some more football. Zach Albaverde joins us next here on the tailgate. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN ninety-eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. We all expect quality in our service providers. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. Now throw in the word plumbing after that, and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for nearly four decades from the fine folks at Quality Plumbing. Now you can always spend time and money trying to fix things yourself, or you can call the professionals at Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. Quality Plumbing since 1984. Their name says it all. License number CFC 0430. We're constantly telling you about all the great things that you can go buy at Oaks Jewelry at a fraction of the cost of getting things at the mall across the street. And while that's still true, now's the perfect time to have Oaks Jewelry buy something from you. Gold and silver prices have skyrocketed. And if you got anything just laying around in the drawer or you just need a little extra cash, we'll take it to Oaks Jewelry and walk out of there a winner. The price of gold hasn't been this high in a really long time, so now's the perfect time to stop by and get the most out of it. Turn that old jewelry that you never wear into a great trip somewhere this summer. Oaks Jewelry, making people sparkle and smile for decades. 
The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. You still can't find them? Just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. An excessive heat warning remains in effect for North Central Florida into the evening. A few passing showers are possible that could briefly cool us down, but most spots should stay rain-free into the evening. Tonight, partly cloudy skies staying warm and muggy. Lows tomorrow morning in the upper 70s. An excessive heat watch is in effect for our area for tomorrow. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. It's a bird! It's a plane! The, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Yeah! And the reaction is interesting. The reaction is interesting when it comes to, usually we're rooting for our team, our country. And even if you don't like the sport, it felt like there were people who were openly rooting against the United States women's team. Megan Rapino can be off put The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. We are your home for Sunday night baseball all summer long. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. All right, welcome back. Dools and Dozo here with you. And we play this song because he is that kind of player. Zach Albaverde joins us next here on the tailgate. Of course, you're familiar with him not only uh, singing, but on calendar shoots and various things around town. Zach knows a little about football as well. What's up, dude? 
man, I had a calendar shoot scheduled for today, but they canceled it because of the heat wave. Yeah, I know. It's it's when you get that you get the little banana hammock on, you probably have to take the whole thing off because well, it's, it's so hot. It's usually Zach that is causing the heat wave. So. <laughs> Very true. Yeah, they, couldn't, they, they couldn't have a double dose of it. No, not not at all. Um, we got a little dose of practice the uh, the other day. I know uh, VIPs like you get to see a little bit more than the the common folk, but um, good turnout. And you know, I, I think uh, hopefully people are starting to understand that you know maybe the uh, the so called experts are a little wrong on Florida, and maybe they're better than what people think. What, what, what's your thoughts? Well, I think it's fair to say that they could be wrong about ranking Graham Mertz last in the SEC among starting quarterbacks. I, he's just he's not going to be that bad. Yeah, and I, I, I think that people that were thinking that or you know. I mean, if you look at Florida's roster, all the the best players that are on the team, for the most part, have been added by Billy and the staff. And to think that, you know, Graham was going to be a, another, a, you know, a miss given their track record and given how important it was that they needed to land a guy at that spot, I, I just think that's not putting a lot of stock in the staff. I think they've shown their chops on evaluations and recruiting, and that's you know, if they, they should do it well at any spot, it's that quarterback. I mean, that's the most important position. They've got DJ Lagway on the recruiting side, um, and I, I mean, I think what we're seeing from Mertz, at least what we saw on Saturday, uh, is is kind of an understanding of why they went with this guy in, in the transfer portal. I mean, they evaluated what twenty four quarterbacks. Billy said, and, and this was the guy that they chose, and you know, he just needs to do the job. He doesn't need to throw 35 times a game. He doesn't need to throw for 350 yards. But he's got the ability to air it out, and he throws a nice ball, and he knows the offense now, and it's clear that he's going to be the starter. I mean, I think by the end of this week, he'll be named the guy. Well, yeah, the other thing is with that, Zach, is they're not going to throw Jack Miller to the uh, to the Wolves the way they did against Oregon State. Oregon State, formerly of the Pac-12. Um <laughs> But, uh, I mean, at least Mertz has been in a ton of big games in his career. Mm-hmm. And that, that's a big part, I think, of, wh- of why they want to get him ready to go into the season and see how it can go. Yeah, and it was funny. I asked him about, you know, you, are you looking forward to the Utah game and playing there? And um, He kind of brushed it off in terms of, like, how loud it's going to be or how packed that place will be for the first game just in terms of the other arenas that he's seen. And, like, I mean, it's, for him, that's nothing compared to playing at Michigan or playing at Ohio State. Uh, and those are the type of environments that he started football games in at the quarterback position. And, you know, I actually think that he had some bright spots last year. His numbers weren't awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I think the biggest thing is, is the improvement that he had in his touchdown-interception ratio from 2021 to 2022. It was just you know, a drastic difference. Um, and he had some games where, I mean, he, he, he put up some, he put up some numbers and he had some big time plays and you're like, man, if he can hit those type of throws in this offense, uh, Florida's going to be able to do something because they're still going to have the rushing attack. I think the, the weapons around him are a lot better than what they're going to be at Wisconsin. Uh, and, you know, we just heard from Billy yesterday that Eugene Wilson apparently cut it loose in the first scrimmage or the first uh, padded practice that they had Sunday. 
So he's got he's going to have better weapons, and I think the offense is much more quarterback friendly than it, than what he ran at Wisconsin. I mean, he's he was in under center so much, and he's going to be operating from the shotgun the majority of the time, and I think he liked that. Yeah, Zach. I mean, we we could obviously talk quarterback all day long, and so let's run through some of the other stuff. But I do agree with you, and I, and I think it's great that you said that, and hopefully people understand that. Napier had a lot of options to go out and get, and he got Mertz early on, so trust him. He, he, he indicated that this is a guy that we feel that's going to fit. I think we've seen him make a lot of great decisions and hopefully trust that he's going to go out and, and be that guy. And you know, Speaking of decisions, too, I mean, th- this roster, if, you, if people were out there on Saturday, they probably didn't know half of it because it's really, really different. So Napier has weeded out all the, the bad seeds, so to speak, guys that you know really – weren't anything last year or guys that just did, simply didn't want to work hard or fit his program. So as he's now starting to bring all these other guys in, what are you seeing and or talking and being around the guys about the camaraderie or at least the understanding of playing for a guy like Billy Napier and starting to understand what he's trying to do in year two? Yeah, I mean, I, I just think uh, – I just think a lot of the resistance that he and – and, and I think the rest of the staff experience, not so much him, was, um, you know, it, it, as much as Dan Mullen went out uh, on, a, on a bad note, it probably didn't, maybe had some players on the team that didn't like him. And maybe you could say the same thing about some of the assistant coaches. The one guy that you could not say that for was Nick Savage. That guy was absolutely loved mm-hmm. by uh, the, the, the the players that he that he worked with and yeah, they wanted to I work that, yeah yeah so, so I, I I think that uh I think that that factored into some of the resistance early on because Mark Hockey and his strength staff which do a phenomenal job their approach is totally different than Nick Savage and and it's not that it's you know the better or, or one's right or wrong they just they're just from a different school of philosophy they they approach things a different way. You know, one's from the Mick, uh, Mickey Marotti tree. The other one's from the Scott, uh, you know, I, I can't talk about Scott. Yes, uh, that was at Alabama, is now at Georgia. They just, you know, in, in terms of the lifts, in terms of the, the style that they kind of work with the players, it's just a different setup. And I think it took time for guys to get adjusted to that. And, you know, hockey has kind of mentioned that. And then I think Billy's kind of mentioned that. Um, so, and, and to be honest, uh, as the season went on, I mean, you just could tell and you, you could figure that there are some guys that had one foot in, one foot out once they realized, hey, you know, this isn't for me or I want to go somewhere else or I'm not getting to play an opportunity that I want. And to your point, Jeff, all that stuff is weeded out now. Uh, anybody that didn't want to be here, well, they could have left. And they had, you know, they had 35 roster departures, I think, what, 20-something of them were transfers. Yeah. So anybody that didn't like it or, or, you know, wasn't bought into the strength staff or whatever the case may be, they're gone now. Um, and all these guys that are here, they they experienced year one, and even though it wasn't, a, you know, the, the results weren't good, they clearly liked the program and liked what they experienced because they wanted to stay. And then you got all these guys that they added from the portal uh, in the recruiting ring. So I, I really think, I mean, you, you hear that all the time. That's the cliche, oh, we're so close we're bought in, yada, yada, yada. I think that this year there is something to be said for that because it was an issue last year, and it's not an issue now. If anything, it's probably one of the strengths of this team. Zach, my argument all through the uh, talking season 
has been that Florida can only be as good as its defense because the defense for the last three years has been historically bad. It gets worse. It's gotten worse every year. I think it's going to be better, but tell me why you think it's going to be better. Well, um, I think you know, I, I think that they're they're going to be better talent wise, and that's not to say they didn't have talent on last year's defense, but I do think that from a depth standpoint and maybe a fit standpoint, uh, the, the personnel wise, they're going to be better. Um, and then, I mean, look, I, I, I just think Austin Armstrong, uh, on paper, you know, looks like he could do a better job than his predecessor. And that's not to say that, um, Patrick Tony's not a good coach cause he's, he's in the NFL. He clearly knows what he's doing, um, to be at that level. But I also think that he's, you know, he struggled last year transitioning to the SEC, um, a league that he did not have experience in uh, versus a guy who worked for a year under Kirby Smart and then was hired by Nick Saban and was coaching at Alabama. Uh, I mean, if you're trying to uh, hire somebody to fix your defense, I don't think you can get a guy that, that, you know, comes from a better coaching tree that rubs shoulders against, you know, two guys like that. Um, And yes, he's young, but he's advanced for his age. He's got better experience than most people that are in their 40s. You know what I mean? Um, so I think there's something to be said for that. And he would he would not have ascended to where he's been if he wasn't a great X's and O's guy, and he is. Um, I think where he might be an upgrade and just better um, is the coaching style and the personality fit. I mean, Princely Uman Milan said it this week. Patrick Tony was a laid-back guy. He was like on a four, and, and Austin Armstrong is on a ten all the time. <laughs> And you know, if you're a defensive player, who do you want? What do you want to play for? And and I, and I don't, I don't, that's not to say that guys, you know, didn't like Tony or, or didn't have a great relationship with them. I just think the way that Austin goes about motivating guys and his coaching style, it's different. And um, well, you that, know, and that's why Patrick Tony may be a better fit for the NFL because the NFL they don't need raw run guys. Yep. There. They're all getting paid. No, they are. And and again, there are plenty of. DCs in, in, in college that have Patrick Tony's approach and are great. I mean, Kevin Steele's not a rah rah guy. Um, you know what I mean? So it's, but again, I, I just think for, for, for this program, for the culture that kind of Billy's created, um, I just think, man, he, he could not have to lose your DC, what, a week before spring ball. I don't think that he could have had it work out any better given that scenario, to end up with Austin Armstrong as his D.C. Um, just because of the familiarity that he had working twice at Louisiana with Napier and Tony. So he basically knows the defense front to back. The terminology doesn't really change, but you got a guy that's gone and spent a year with Kirby Smart for a whole season, saw how he runs his program, saw how he runs his defense. He, was, he really worked with Dan Lanning, actually, was the guy he spent the most time with. So he learned from him as well, the Oregon coach. Um, so there's a lot to like. I mean, his his background is much more impressive as a young coach than Patrick Tony's was. Um, you know, and I and I, I don't you know I don't want to keep comparing the two guys, but I I just think that there's a lot more to like there and, and reason for optimism with Austin. Yeah, no doubt. Um, talking with Zach Albaverde, of course, uh, Gators Online, part of the On Three Network, and he joined that because all he does is drain threes when he hoops it up. So that's what it's all about. 
Um, I was getting up shots out there at the uh, the facility before we got on the practice field the other day. Well, I'm I was sure. trying to remember if I'd ever seen him make a three. <laughs> uh, you, you you asked the reporters out there; they saw me drain it. Heck up. yeah, he, he's got them. He like and the the coolest, I think your foot was on the line. The coolest part about Zach too, you know, a lot of these newer age guys, you know, wear the the shorts down to their knees. Zach likes to go back to the '80s and wear those nut huggers when he's out there balling. So you gotta go old school. That's right. Yeah. That's what it is. Um, well, it's old school. Let's see if this uh, recruiting class can get back to where it, it used to be. And before we let you go, I, you mentioned Lagway. Obviously, he's kind of the the centerpiece of, of that entire thing. But right now, it's, what, three in the country, top five, uh, according to some people. But Napier knows what he's doing. He's getting some of the best to, to show up here. I know he, he's lost a few, but they're now starting to, to trickle in. So the, the momentum, even without a bunch of wins so far, at least is positive for Florida, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you couldn't ask for really things to be going much better from a recruiting standpoint. Uh, could you could you want the number one class in the country? Yeah, but, I mean, they have the number three class in the country, and the, and the teams that they're behind uh, is completely understandable for them to be behind. And, you know, the, the Georgias and the Ohio State. So uh, this, this class and this cycle, they've kind of taken things to a new level. Just um, that run that they had of commitments, and then in June when they had official visitors, I think that first weekend they opened with like 17 official visitors. That's the most that they've ever had in the modern recruiting era. Now, again, you know, a, a lot of recruiting has changed because of the calendar and because of uh, how they've moved visits up. Um, so that's allowed for maybe some of those large visit weekends in the summer. But nonetheless, they capitalized on it they've kind of raised the bar in terms of the OV experience. Uh, And then you look at their hit rate. I mean, the guys that they decide, hey, we're going to spend all this money and come and host you, they're landing more than half of those guys. Um, uh, And, and, you know, you're not going to land them all, obviously, but their their hit rate has been pretty good. And, I mean, you're now going into the season, uh, and their class is basically locked up. I mean, they basically – are trying to get the two guys from mainland and then a couple, uh, you know, uh, a couple big targets, like, you know, to be the cherry on top. Uh, But the class is basically locked up, which is kind of where you want to be as a program with the new recruiting calendar. You want to have basically your class in place by the end of the summer, uh, have all those guys basically set before their senior season, and then you just – you add a few guys right before signing day to top it off, uh, and then you turn your attention to the next year. So they've got it humming, man. And I, and, and I think the maybe the most encouraging thing is um, I, I don't see a lot of guys wavering, even if this season doesn't go well. Um, I think they've already committed to you know a program that's gone six and seven the last two years. So they're not committing to results. They're committing to Billy's right. vision and, and kind of what this staff is, is – set forth and and i think they're definitely coming to upgrade the roster across the board well you were an upgrade to uh, all the ladies out there from listening to me and duels every day so we appreciate the uh, the time coming on gracing us with your presence hard to believe dude it's like what three weeks away we'll be getting after I'm ready, it man and it's uh I'm yeah. ready it's time it is it is, it is, it is. definitely time <laughs> no, nobody wants to hear us talking about our uh, favorite appetizers anymore no no and i'll tell you what man i love the fact that uh for the first game 
I get to get out of this Florida heat and go to Utah. I cannot <laughs> wait. It's going to be epic. Well, you're going to have problems with the atmosphere, though, so be ready for that. Uh-oh. It'll be good. All right, Zach, thanks, dude. Appreciate I you. Problem. I have problems with this atmosphere, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. All right, the great Zach Albervorty joining us on the Titan MRI Hotline. We'll take a break, come back, and wrap up the first hour. You're listening to the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Jackson Castellano. The USA Basketball Men's National Team kicked off a five-game exhibition slate last night ahead of the 2023 FIBA World Cup. The U.S. men defeated Puerto Rico 117-74 in the opening matchup. The team will play its next game against Slovenia on Saturday. In Gators news, Florida men's golf assistant coach Dudley Hart was named the Outstanding Assistant Coach of the Year today by the Golf Coaches Association of America. Hart helped lead the Gators to an NCAA National Championship this summer. In MLB action, the Tampa Bay Rays open a three-game series against the St. Louis Cardinals tonight. The Rays have won four of their last six headed into tonight's game and sit three games back from first place in the AL East. You can catch the game right here at 6. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jackson Castellano. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. International Diamond Center is giving you relief from rising prices with two incredible offers going on right now. Offer number one, an instant 20% savings on all wedding bands. You heard it right. Now, for a limited time, get our best price ever on all wedding bands. 20% off across the board. Now that's price relief. Or if you prefer, you can take advantage of offer number two. Zero interest financing for 36 months on any purchase. And IDC will even cover your first two payments. This incredible finance option is for everything. Rings, earrings, pendants, bands, bracelets, exquisite designer jewelry, even certified diamonds. Pick any item. Spread your payments over three years with zero interest. And as a bonus, IDC will even cover your first two payments. So you can say big on wedding bands. Or go take advantage of this incredible zero-rate finance offer. Whichever you choose, you can't lose during IDC's Summer of Savings event. Now through the end of August, only at International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. On approved credit, some product restrictions apply. See store for details. Total Control. We'd all love that, wouldn't we? You can have total control of your home environment with help from Electronics World. Let the pros at EW install a system to control your audio, video, lights, locks, thermostats, custom shades, garage door, and more. Plus, monitor your surveillance cameras with just one app. Now that's total control. Electronics World. Visit our showroom in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. WRUF Gainesville, W251CG Gainesville, your auditory home for Florida Gator Sports. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Since 1971, Melden Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community, sponsoring shows like The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, live every weekday from 4 to 6. You can also join our podcast, Melden Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 audio platforms. Melden Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldenLaw.com. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. 
With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself you spoke we listened you wanted the easiest car buying experience ever so we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership work kids soccer practice grocery runs jury duty Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down. So come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs, and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. No, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF. And at Pat underscore Dooling, the grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat. All right, welcome back. Second hour, it is the tailgate. Jeffrey Cardozo, Patrick Dooley. Jose producing today, and we're having some fun, as we uh, try to always do, and as if uh, you just missed it, you, Zach Albaverde join us, just waiting and counting down till a couple of weeks from now, and some of us get to board a plane and head out to Salt Lake City? Yeah, by the way, I was going to ask, game. When, are you, when are you guys going out there, a couple of days early? Just Wednesday. Day before, so you're not gonna get used to the humidity or mm. the. Yeah, right. Some people struggle with. Well, it's a, it is a night I game. I saw where there were major league baseball teams that, if they were going to Colorado and their guy wasn't pitching, they would not, they would, not uh, take him out there, so that he wouldn't have to adjust to the uh, 
the altitude. I've been there. It, it makes a difference. I've been to Denver once. Spent a week there, and I didn't have one issue. Like, I don't understand what the big deal is. Well, you would have had to have left your room to do that. I did. I went skiing. Did a bunch of stuff. Well, some people do, some people don't. Walked around. I'm just saying, the, the last time I was there was to see Tebow. Um, I went out for, like, a jog that morning. I know. It's hard to believe. I still had knees in. Um and I did feel it a little bit. There was a little bit of it. You, you just got a little shorter of breath, but it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. I, did, I never felt like it was that big a deal. Some people make it a bigger deal. I think the biggest thing is just don't let it be a big deal yeah. mentally. Carry on. Just tell the guys, hey, look, don't breathe. <laughs> if you quit breathing, you'll be fine. <laughs> we shall see. All right. Back to the phones we go. Let's get Rob to kick off the second hour. Rob, what's up, man? Everything's going great, fellas. Um, enjoying the summer. It's a little too hot out there, but you know, anytime you're in Florida and you're free, you're you're living good. Yep. Now check this out. I'm looking for this season. I'm not looking for Billy to to um to you know to storm Normandy or anything. I, I mean, excuse me. I, I don't want to. Finish. I'm saying I don't want. I'm not looking for, you know. For them to, you know, I'm not over saying, not looking at it like that. I'm looking at it from perspective-wise. What did we do last year that we need to improve on this year? And a lot of that is getting off the field on third down. A lot of that is being in position. A lot of that is containment. All the things that lead to good tackles. We didn't do those things last year. We were poor. And this is a rebuild. Haven't done it for three years. Yeah, I mean. Defense is our staple. It's been our staple ever since day one. The Florida Gator can defend. Even Steve Spurrier and you, you had to have a raunchy defense out there that was going to tear you up, make the play, strip the ball, you know, do what they had to do. So I, I, I'm looking for them young, young boys to learn. Learn from last year. Say, you know what, I, I didn't do this as well. You know, give 100%. Also play within themselves. But be disciplined and fundamentally sound, you're going to go a long way with these coaches. Absolutely. I mean, these are all the things that they need to do a better job of. But um, the bottom line is this has been ongoing. This has been a problem for a while uh, where they haven't played very well defensively. Now, I I do know that offenses have gotten better all around the country, and that plays into it. But, I mean, for Florida to be – historically bad on defense for three years in a row. In other words, every year it got worse in terms of just mm-hmm. the, the basic numbers. Uh, they've got to figure this out. They've that, Like I've said, I've said this a million times. Everybody can talk about, about Mertz, but this team's only going to be as good as this defense. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And, you know, you flip the ball over on the offensive side of the ball and they got the quarterback must command the offense. He's got to know his playbook like he knows the back of his hand. And, you know, last year we went into some games and I just thought the game plan was off. I mean, went into the Kentucky game and we, we used them. Um, we started throwing the ball like we were some kind of top fun and gun offense. And we weren't we weren't that. We have to play to our strengths. Last year we should have – we should go we, – we went into the Kentucky game. We should have ran the ball and established a little something. Even if we couldn't, we needed to do it a little more than what we did. I think when you go away from – your strengths, then you're just left with weaknesses. And that was, you know, um, Richardson trying to navigate the ball down the field. And he really struggled with that throughout the year. I mean, we need to 
be able to play good offense. And I'm not, not saying you have to be great, but you have to play fundamentally sound offense, and you always give yourself a shot. And and I think that's what Napier understands the the recipe is. And I think we we've said a lot. Listen, as athletic and talented as Anthony Richardson was, I I don't know if he's the true epitome of what a quarterback is, or at least one under Billy Napier and what he's trying to do offensively. So went out and got a guy that'll throw it a little bit more to his own players and hopefully do enough with play action and everything else and what the offense is built around to to try to make it work. So, yeah, we'll see. It'll be fun for sure. All the unknowns are neat right now until they're not. (laughs) Yeah. And there'll be knowns. Yeah. I think it's going to be a good year if they play together and, and play. And don't go out there like the world on your shoulders, man. Football is fun. And let's bring fun back into football. You know what I mean? No, I, that, I think that totally happened to Anthony last year. And it was not only the weight of a hometown, not only the weight of the Gator Nation, but the weight of people around him that was constantly on his on his shoulders. And sometimes he would shake it off and just get angry and go for 85 yards like he did against LSU. And then, but why were you down 35-14 at that point? You know, so it it really was kind of a a weird year uh, for Gator fans because they had the fourth pick in the draft and they never knew what they were getting out of him. And uh, like I said, I I hope he does good, but uh, I think they're going to be a little – they're going to be a little more consistent at that position. Let's put it that way. It may, they may not be as great. And they certainly won't be as great. Nobody's – Graham Mertz didn't go in 85 against LSU and knocking guys over and no. stiff-arming guys. Even, you're even throwing for 300 yards probably. But he's probably not throwing a bunch of picks against Kentucky. Yeah. You know? Under 50%. Yeah. Wow. So the Gators had a top five pick in baseball and football. I don't think anybody else can claim that, can they? Uh, LSU. No, not this year. Oh. Yeah, LSU is making a big deal. They've had the first pick. And then it's rightfully so in every sport now. Baseball, basketball, Shaq, Mm -hmm. um, football, obviously Joe Burrow, women's basketball, whoever, I don't care about. I'm I'm not saying I don't care about women's basketball. I don't care about LSU women's basketball. Especially now. No. With Miss Mulkey leading the charge. I didn't care about him before. <laughs> we care about Butch, though, so let's chat with him. Hey, Butch. Thank you for caring. Always. Um, <laughs> I have two questions. Oh, well, it's one question and two, I guess. The pros and cons, nobody goes under center, it doesn't seem like, anymore. Spurrier seemed to have to be beaten away from under the center into the shotgun with Werfel. So, so why was he so in love with the under the center versus a, the shotgun? Because, I mean, his this was his philosophy, okay? He felt like to get the ball from, from the uh, in the shotgun, you had to take your eye off the defense. So you take your eyes off the defense to get the ball, to make sure you get the ball, and you've got to look it in. And now you look up, and now they could have changed it. That's why he didn't want it. He believed that as a quarterback you should be – Able to be looking over the defense as you're getting ready, the ball's coming to you. Not, and that that was his philosophy. Now he changed, and obviously, when he went to South, by the time he went to South Carolina, they ran almost exclusively shotgun, uh, shotgun stuff. Yeah, so it evolved into it, but yeah. that's that's what he grew up knowing. And but that was his the reason he gave me a long time ago. 
All right, then I guess the second question, if I've got a little bit of time, the heat is it's it's bad now. I mean, I live on a farm and I work on my farm, and I really can't tell the difference in the heat this year and any other year. But it uh, because I'm in it all the time. But will they, is there a possibility that games could be canceled or postponed just if the heat's that bad in September? I I doubt it. Yeah, I don't think that's. I think it would have to be even. Like it's record heat, but it would have to be crazy. Yeah, I mean they're still out there practicing it all. I yeah. know some, a lot of them have their little plush uh, indoors that they can go into, yeah, what, but you don't use that all the, the time. Third, well, it, what'll third, happen? Final question. I will say this: somebody goes down, you know, you might then you, then it will become a deal. Yeah. Well, my, and my final question is simply this: so you're indoors, indoors, indoors. Do you go outdoors just acclimated to the heat a couple of weeks before the yeah. first game? And the, and the Gators do here, that. I mean, I'm now. talking to Utah. I'm talking about here, but um, no, they do that already. They they they're out there uh, like probably split. What do you say about half and half? Yeah, you, yeah. we want to get used to all that stuff. So they're they're out there working in it. I mean, the main reason okay. to go indoor is to get work done. In fact, I, I'll never. If it forget, rains, and 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 rain and lightning, I'll never forget this when Tom Coughlin. Uh, w- took over the Jaguars job and he came to um, he and uh, Wayne Weaver came to the Gainesville Sun to, they really thought they were going to get a lot of Gainesville people to come over to the, their games um, so we were talking to him about where they're going to have training camp because we're going to have a Wisconsin I go why Wisconsin why would you go and he goes I don't want to find out who's in the best shape I want to find out who can play football and if you if you if you play, if you practice in this heat in August in Jacksonville, Florida, you're just going to find out who's in the best shape. You're not going to find out who can play football. And and I always kind of went with that philosophy myself. I said, you know, you want to get in shape. You want to get guys in to drill. But you can always have them run after practice to get them in shape. You don't have to have it so that practice is no fun at all and you're miserable, like me playing golf, for example. Agreed. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. All right, Butch. Thank you. Speaking of the Jags, did you see their new urinals in the new facility? Does it have a Titans uh, cake in it? No, that'd be cool, though. There was one. Fresh cakes? Speaking of that real quick, there was one, gosh, 10 years ago, and I, I was at a rest stop or something, and actually the name on the little rubber thing in there to prevent the spills, it said Ackerman. So I took a picture of it, and I was like, "Hey, Brady, your your name's made the uh, the toilets well, here in whatever town I was in." I'm sure he actually uh, founded that company. Maybe, <laughs> but anyway, so the Jags urinals now in their new facility actually have a little thing a little bit higher than where you pee into. Mm, it is a bidet. No, but it's it's in the urinal. Okay, but you just got to hit it, and it tells you your hydration level. So when you pee in it, it's got a sensor, and if it is green, you're okay. If it is yellow, you're on a little on the edge, and then if it's red, you're not hydrated enough. So it's basically telling you <laughs> as you an- pee if you're hydrated enough. Here's another way to do that. Look at your pee. If it's bright yellow, you're not hydrated. I guess my question, though, is who's monitoring that? Like, does it then go like it just says, okay, Dooley's at the urinal right now. He's peeing. And is it like sending a computerized 
Maybe. I Signal back to some kind of data? Look, I don't think there's any player in the history of football who's ever gone to the bathroom and gone, man, that's bright yellow. There's a sign right up there. I, I, I've been in the referee's bathroom at Florida Field back in the 2013. And it it basically is a sign that says, if your pee is this color, here's what here's the thing. If it's bright yellow, you're in trouble. So if you did that, and, I, and I've had that where I play golf in, in this ridiculous heat, and it was bright yellow, and I went, man, I got to get some Gatorade in me, or I'm gonna, I'm gonna fall out. I mean, so you got, I mean, I don't think you need it to be monitored. You can just look at it. Look, my pee is clear. I'm hydrated. Hmm. There you go. I thought it was very interesting. I, I, I think while I don't find it not interesting, I find it a waste of money. All right, I'll look it up on the break and see how much that actually costs and see if it tells me, and then you can tell me if it's a waste or not. Well, you know how much it costs you to just look at your pee? <laughs> zero point zero. Zero point zero. All right, let's get a break. Come back with more of your phone calls next here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good evening. I'm Jackson Castellano. The Miami Marlins play the second game of a three-game series tonight against the Cincinnati Reds. The Marlins have dropped four straight contests, including a 5-2 loss to the Reds last night. Braxton Garrett is expected to start on the mound for Miami tonight. In Gators news, the Florida men's golf assistant coach, Dudley Hart, was named the Outstanding Assistant Coach of the Year today by the Golf Coaches Association of America. He helped lead the Gators to an NCAA National Championship this summer. In other MLB action, the Tampa Bay Rays begin a three-game series tonight against the St. Louis Cardinals. The Rays have won four of their last six headed into tonight's game and sit three games back from first place in the AL East. You can catch the game right here at 6. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jackson Castellano. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Every morning I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that sight is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida, and with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo, and if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small, they do it all, from service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021, or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, y'all, it's Kyle from Leonardo's. Leo's is cruising into our 47th summer in Gainesville, and we are bigger and better than ever. Come on down and see the familiar faces of our incredible team. Hey, I'm five and a half years in and still one of the new guys. Our sliced combos are a perfect way to get a fix in one of the last salad bars in town, and the family feast will satisfy your entire crew. You can be proud when you eat at Leonardo's, knowing that you support a local family business that has been part of the Gainesville community for nearly half a century. Hey, Jeff, we're nearly as old as Pat. <laughs> Not even close. 
We're constantly telling you about all the great things that you can go buy at Oaks Jewelry at a fraction of the cost of getting things at the mall across the street. And while that's still true, now's the perfect time to have Oaks Jewelry buy something from you. Gold and silver prices have skyrocketed. And if you got anything just laying around in the drawer or you just need a little extra cash, we'll take it to Oaks Jewelry and walk out of there a winner. The price of gold hasn't been this high in a really long time, so now's the perfect time to stop by and get the most out of it. Turn that old jewelry that you never wear into a great trip somewhere this summer. Oaks Jewelry, making people sparkle and smile for decades. Well, everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. However, since we opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner with over 600 scholarships awarded through our Meldon Law Scholar-Athlete Program, as well as our Veterans Making a Difference initiative. Meldon Law has offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. MeldonLaw.com, where we won't back down. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. We're back here on the show. Pat Dooley and Jeff Cardozo. I'm just curious what fans out there are thinking about this whole FSU thing because there's a part of me that goes, because FSU's getting out of the ACC, okay? And, uh, like, bringing in Cal and Stanford isn't going to solve FSU's problem. All that's going to do is reduce your revenue. I would think. I mean, Cal and Stanford don't offer yeah, but much. But they, they can't get out. That's the problem. Well, Even if the, the, the TV stuff still, still has working to. on that exit fee. I, I don't know where that's going to go. It's going to happen eventually. Let's just say it doesn't happen for three years. But it's going to happen eventually. They, they clearly won out. So does Clemson. So... The Big Ten's like, yeah, come on over here. We'll go over here. SEC seems to have no interest in them. And, and, and I know that there are people dumb enough to believe that Florida can stop 
FSU from coming into this league. They can't do it, and the bottom line is Florida doesn't couldn't care less. They don't want them in the league. Yeah, I wouldn't want anybody to come into a league that's going to affect my recruiting. Mm-hmm. No, but if they let them in, then they let them in. Makes the conference better. Show me the numbers. How it's going to make us more money? Yeah, I'm all you know. You're a lot of people are in favor of it. At the same time, you don't want to let FSU and Clemson go to the Big Ten, and all of a sudden the Big Ten is the dominant conference. So maybe you I don't know I don't know how people feel about that. I, I, I it is such a weird dynamic that we're dealing with here. But do you think that even with all the additions of the, the people that aren't there right now, like could ever be that dominant over the SEC? The Big Ten? Yeah. All right. So now you're gonna have Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State. Yeah. You're going to have USC, USC, UCLA. UCLA, FSU, Clemson. Yes. There's seven teams that are okay, in the argument for blue blood. I'll give you 10 in the SEC. No, you can't. Not in blue blood. No, you can only give me four at the most. Alabama, Georgia. LSU, Florida. I don't, I'm not putting Florida as a blue blood right now. Yes. They've had, and they overall haven't. You're, so you're telling me that Penn State – and Florida State are blue buds over Florida? Penn State, maybe not. Not Florida State either. They're, uh, yeah, they're about the same as Florida. I, I mean, I hate to say that, but they, when you look at eyeballs on TVs, they, they're about the same. And that's the main thing. So, yeah, I wouldn't put, yeah, but I, Florida, I guess maybe because of the lack last few years. Uh, but they still are Florida. You're right. Yes. Yeah. I'm always right. Let's get the cattleman who is uh, <laughs> never right to join us next. Mikey, what's up? Hey, hey guys, y'all there? Yep. Hey, um, guys, didn't call in about expansion today. I had some uh, Florida football stuff and maybe one of a coaching question about me about Coach Spurrier there for you, Pat. But um, you know, does uh, Florida play Florida State every year in basketball? Is that like yes. a ironclad contract? I don't know if it's ironclad, but they play every year, yeah. I mean, okay. Well, you know, one thing I've heard you mention, what the closest SEC school to Gainesville is Auburn. Is that correct? Correct. correct. One thing you get there is is um, you get an SEC school um, 150 miles from Gainesville. That's, let's say you're you got playing them already every year in every sport. Yeah, but, 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 right, I get it. I get it. But let's say Florida's off or whatever, and maybe um, there's a big SEC game 150 miles up the road. Pretty uh, much, sometimes it's fun to do something like that on an off day. Okay. Just uh, you know, you guys probably never done that, being so far away from member institutions in the league. But I know a lot of people in my neck of the woods that'll jet off to Nashville or Lexington, Kentucky, or even in uh, not Athens. That's a hard trip for here. But sometimes if the SEC game's 150 miles away and your team's not playing, it's kind of a fun weekend. Yeah, but I mean, when you're playing them every other year anyway, it's it's not like it's going to add anything to the league. Right, right. Well, you're looking at it from a Florida perspective. I'm talking about if you're looking for a little entertainment. He's like just saying say, just you know, go there to watch a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just go watch the game. I People mean, I'm don't sure do that in Tallahassee. Yeah, I don't think they do that. Well, okay, well, whatever on that. Just kind of nice to have the SEC 150 miles away instead of 300. It's kind of a nice little fringe benefit. And by the way, not everybody in Gainesville is a, a, a Gator fan, right? I mean, no. how many students go to uh, – what's enrollment at Florida these days? 40,000? 60. Uh, 60 something, yeah. 
Yeah, so you got a lot of people in Gainesville. I notice how they don't call your show, but you got a lot of people in Gainesville that might like to see the SEC 150 miles away. Maybe. Yeah. Hey, uh, two questions for you guys. Steve had an interesting topic today. Didn't catch much of his show, but talking about the um, what was the word he used the the critical game, turning game, swing game, whatever it was. Did you hear any of that, Jeff? I did not. Okay. Who, uh, who do y'all think is the, the uh, swing game on Florida's schedule? Kentucky. I guess we're talking about a September game. Kentucky. That's what I thought. What do you think, Pat? Tennessee. Yeah, and that's kind of um, a little puzzling to me. We all know the history in this series, Pat, but you know, if you just look at the odds makers, uh, it looks like Florida's what an eight, eight and a half uh, point underdog against Utah. Yeah, they're they're. Uh, I mean, again, they're playing five top ten teams in the preseason polls, so they're underdogs in all of them. Yeah, and I'm seeing you know early lines here. I think. Uh, Florida about seven and a half, eight point underdog against Tennessee. Um, those are generally, you know, not swing games. I'm looking at that Kentucky game. Kentucky's chirping as usual, but um, where is that Florida Kentucky game again? By the way, yeah, Lexington. at Lexington, yeah, yeah. And and we all know Florida's been struggling with Kentucky, and um, I think that's a swing game. Yeah, they they that's have the to win that game to me this year. That's the one. You know. You know, but barring a, a lightning striking, guys, I got to break it to y'all. Y'all, uh, y'all be lucky to go eight and four. I mean, you got to be Kentucky. Mm-hmm. How? But but I mean, are we talking about the swing game to go eight and four, or the swing game to win the East? Well, I guess that's where you get in the weeds. But yeah. generally speaking, when See, you're that's what I top, look at. I look at the swing game to win the East, and yeah, yeah. But I, I don't. Yeah. I'm not. You know, I'm not even in that mindset. You're not. Yeah. I yeah, I mean, it, it it looks to me like you know we're leaving divisional play, but it looks to me like in the muddy, messy middle of the SEC East, you got Georgia, excuse me, uh, South Carolina, Florida, Kentucky. You know what I've, I I have been thinking about this a lot. I don't agree with getting rid of the divisions. The more I've thought about it, it it feels kind of short sighted to me. Well, we want the two best teams playing for the championship. You're going to go to 12 teams anyway. What difference does it make? Just go ahead and have – so we have races in both sides. I, If it was up to me, I would make it four four-team um, divisions, divisions to, to play it off and then play four games at the end or two games uh, at the so end. The, when are they going to do the nine-game thing? Is that just, that's going to do that Destin next go-round? Is that how that's going to shake out? At best, it'll be 2025 um, – and I don't know if it will be or not, but a lot's going to depend on ESPN. Again, ESPN yeah. is financially not doing great, and we'll see where that yeah. ends up. If it's not like they've just got a, a, a like a spigot of money just pouring out, yeah. you know, they they if you're going to have they're hurt. They've, they've gotten rid of a lot of really good, talented people because they can't afford them anymore. So, yeah. Well, if you're going to have a 16-team league, it's kind of Mickey Mouse to play eight conference games. I would assume nine conference games is coming. Be shocked if it isn't. Hey, last thing for you, Pat. I got a question for you. Oh, when you go back to the spur of your years, well, these thankfully we're getting out of list ranking season. I'm seeing these coaches' rankings in the SEC pretty much being across the board the same. Uh, Kirby Smart, Saban, and then generally Hypel, um, uh, Kiffin, and Freeze coming in there pretty solid, and Kelly coming in there pretty solidly at three, four, five, six. Um, what would you say Coach Spurrier was worth getting off the bus for Florida all those years? Seven, ten points on a given Saturday. Sometimes 35. Well, yeah, but I'm just talking about, you know, you got two pretty evenly matched teams, talented teams. Maybe you're going into a game pretty tight, three, four, five-point spread type game. 
wouldn't you figure just having Spurrier on the sidelines in those days, not at South Carolina, of course. We're talking about his time at, at Florida. What, what do you figure? What do you figure, Pat? Seven, ten points he was worth? Yeah, probably. I never really thought yeah. about it, but yeah, he was. Yeah, that's kind of why you know when you and I look at these uh, whiz bang offenses, you know, mostly hypo these days. That's kind of what I'm thinking too. How, how much is that worth? Well, it seven, depends on who you're playing. Seven. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and but a lot of people like, like, like freezes in here. Not just him, you know, but we got two or three uh, freezes of whiz bang offensive guy too, right? What's he? He's the only coach in the league to beat Saban twice. Uh, no, Malzahn did. No, but he's not in the league. But he was in the league when he beat him. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> but no, it, it interests. Obviously, the offense has changed a lot. So I mean, yeah. you, I don't know how much you can say that about everybody, but there's a lot more than there used to yeah. be. Yeah, but I mean, as fans, you know, we all look at the players and recruiting and all this, but you, you got to look at that guy wearing the big headset, don't you? Of course you do. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah. a coach's league. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, hang in there. All right. But part of it being a coach's league is how you recruit, you know, I mean, to get the players because you could be a, the world's greatest coach and still not get over – like, I'll give you a great example. My friend and the, great, the late, great Mike Leach – he could get you to eight wins. That's how good a coach he was with inferior talent. But he could, couldn't get you over that other hump, you know, to get to be a contender in that area. Yeah, but I, but I do think you had a guy go from Oklahoma to USC that could be that guy. Could be. Is not yet. Unless his defense yeah, decides Yeah, the defense playing. has to figure yeah. it out. But, I mean, that's one of the – How many did he give up to Tulane last year? Yeah. <laughs> But it, it does. It makes a difference. Oh, it, it it's definitely a coach's league. Um, but that again, that's I mean, the reason Georgia is so good is not necessarily because Kirby Smart is a great coach. He's a great recruiter, and he's a great motivator. That's and all that is part of being a great coach. It's not just I drew up great X's and O's. Like Spurrier was the A part of him was the ability of for him to take a team and get the most out of them and, and and come up with these great offensive plays and and you know go for it when nobody else would go for it and all the great things he did but a lot of it a lot of what he was able to do as a coach was to motivate those guys and get them to understand and make them understand you guys should win the SEC you're good enough now let's go do it instead of well we got to play Auburn and Georgia back to back I don't know how we can do it which some coaches did before him. And he totally uh, changed that part of it. Speaking of Georgia real quick, before we go to the break, I don't know if you saw this, but Sony Michelle retired from the NFL the other day. Like, not not going to play this year. He's done. Yeah. He was teammates his first year with Stetson Bennett at he Georgia. Was, yeah. Like, how crazy is that? So Stetson Bennett's like 30. Well, I remember when he and Chubb came back that year, and I yeah. was like, uh-oh. And they went all the way. They should have won the national title that year. But, yeah, I think he played – I think he was at Georgia for five years. Who? Maybe. Sony Michelle? Yeah, maybe He finished four. in 17, so that's – like he, he was a yeah. finishing up when Bennett was starting the first time. So think about that. I thought the when dude you, was like legit NFL player for several years. Why is he retiring? I don't know. Is he hurt? I don't know. Has he got enough money? I don't know. Is he doesn't like playing football? 
probably disappointed people in fantasy last year and took too much flack and it's like I can't do it anymore. Could be it. Could be it. But you know, it is live up to it. It is. uh, It's surprising that he's retiring so early. I mean, so he got out in seventeen. So eighteen would have been eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two. Yeah, that's six six years for a NFL for a back. running back. That's yeah, probably longer than. And he's probably going. Nobody likes me anymore. Yeah, my position's unwanted. Yeah, I might no. as well walk away. Walk away. Hopefully, he made enough money that he's he can be satisfied. Speaking of walking away, Jonathan Taylor did that at Colts camp today. Said, uh, "You guys aren't going to give me extension. I'm out." So a lot of fantasy owners probably upset about that. A lot of people's number one pick. I would say don't draft him. Do not. Plus draft. he's hurt too. That back thing. I wonder how. I don't know. It it it's such a it, that's a mess. Talk about a mess. That's cool thing. It's a mess. And you see that, that uh, what's his name? Quarterback used to be with Atlanta. Can't think of his first name. Ryan. The quarterback. No. Who? Oh, Matt Ryan. Yeah, Matt Ryan. Okay. Yeah, I was keep thinking Mike Ryan for some reason. I go, that's wrong. Matt Ryan said it was a real S show there. Um, so it's not a good place to be right now. I don't think. New coach. We'll see. All right, let's get a break. We'll come back and get more of your phone calls. You are listening to the tailgate powered by... This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Yes. It's hot out, an obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you, 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their Licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into awful pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. 
As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for. And it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find. And I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. An excessive heat warning remains in effect for north central Florida into the evening. A few passing showers are possible that could briefly cool us down, but most spots should stay rain-free into the evening. Tonight, partly cloudy skies staying warm and muggy. Lows tomorrow morning in the upper 70s. An excessive heat watch is in effect for our area for tomorrow. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. This is the Swamp. Step back, looking left. This is Gators head football coach Billy Napier. Join Sean Kelly and the rest of the broadcast team as they bring you Gator football all season long. 15-10 to the house. Touchdown, Gators! On your home for Florida football. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Kevin Cash of the Tampa Bay Rays, and you're listening to Gainesville's only home for Rays baseball, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, we got a new player in the mix, according to Ross Dellinger, who's a great guy. In fact, he just changed jobs. I'm trying to remember where he went. Now I need to look it up because I don't want to misidentify him. Ross Dellinger. Ross Dellinger. It's here, right here. Okay. It's um, he writes now for Yahoo. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> What are you doing, Raising Arizona? No, that's what they used to do. Yahoo! That was a little much. I love that movie. Um, SMU may end up in the ACC. They're off probation? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) They don't have a death penalty anymore, though. They're allowed to play. That's good. And they've got the money, honey... To say, you know what? The first three years, don't give us anything. We'll supply all the money that we need for the school. Don't worry about a distribution of rights. Don't 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 worry about any of that. And the ACC is probably going. Okay. Okay. We'll do that. How do they have so much money? Because they got a lot of oil money out there. It's the same reason TCU has a lot of money, and um, obviously Texas A and M and. Texas, why Texas, all their offensive linemen get a minimum $50,000 to sign. 
There's a lot of money out in Texas. Wee doggy, as the great Jed Clampett used to say. Wee doggy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to the phones. Porter joins us next. Hey, Porter. Hey, guys. Man, I have heard better radio before than that, that singing leading in, but I, um, it is the slow, slow time of the summer. Um, uh, I, I got to chime in on your your appetizers. Chicken wings are on anybody's list of the top three, and I would put nachos. I don't know. That, that's my personal favorite, but I mean, uh, that's got to be on there. The third one's up for up for up for grabs. I don't. Yeah, nachos is say. under the same theory for me. Um, just because you, you can eat them as a meal. No, you get a lot of them. And like you know, when we were back in high school, and the, you were always selling candy for all the you know different things. I would never, mm-hmm. even though Reese's was my favorite, I'd never buy them because you only got two. Like I'd always buy M and M's because you felt like you were getting a lot more M and M's. Did you ever so. sell the ones that were the long, long piece of candy? Yeah, Jeff, you're, you're you're down the list of who I would go to for candy advice because gummy bears suck. You know? Oh, they're incredible, <laughs> Porter. Well, they're not. You probably like Juju Bees at the movie. <laughs> no, I don't. But, I um, definitely don't. Aren't they just pretty much the same thing? But uh, anyway, um, no. Juju Bees are harder and yeah. nastier uh, taste, more yeah. licorice. No, tasting. I definitely would go with gummy Her- bears. Herbos. Oh. I don't really like either one. They're like a, a bad jelly bean, except really stick. Anyway, whatever. I don't want to talk about it. Um, yeah, uh, Pat, I was actually disappointed to hear. That you, you didn't uh, get selected with the jury duty. Not 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 a joke about you, you know, being tied up more. But I was looking forward to hearing your. I know for sure you would come back with an article about how well or poorly or they they, they fed the jurors. Because <laughs> I remember <laughs> they uh, didn't feed anybody. anybody. I can tell you that much. <laughs> I you know I'm business downtown, so I was always looking for places to go and get get something quickly and take it back to work. And Phil Nix was one of those places. And it seemed like almost every time you go know, to Phil Nix, there'd be you know twelve people sitting there. You can't talk to them there. And you know, they had their, their jury thing on. Oh, there. Yeah. I, miss, I miss the food, you know, but I was kind of curious what they're, what they're doing now. But, uh, well, they I didn't do I, anything, yeah. and we were on our own. And the place I went, I'm not going to mention the name, um, and I went there and I ordered just – I wanted five chicken wings. I just wanted something to snack on, and mm-hmm. I waited 40 minutes and it never came. So I left. I walked mm-hmm. out. Ouch, ouch, ouch. I guess I couldn't ch- catch the chickens, but uh, hey, the the Kevin Brown that you're talking about is that the same uh, that was the heavy the right-handed power pitcher with the through the heavy ball back in the days with the Dodgers? <laughs> no. Is that him or is that no, he's like ninety? No, now. yeah, he's old, and this is a a younger. younger okay, I had dude. no idea. I heard the, I heard the name. Kind yeah, of just, sure. Brought back. Um, you were talking about uh, how many teams you play and how how hard the schedule is. Of course, it's going to be different at the end of the year, but. I was looking at one of the just the newspapers around the three newspapers on at least on their list. Florida played six teams ranked in the top twenty-five, and Florida State and Miami together play five, and that's only because Miami plays Florida State. Other than that, they only played two each, which is North Carolina and Clemson, I think. Yeah, but, what's um, different? You know, that's definitely something. And lastly, talking about the the, the the Big Ten adopting Washington and Oregon, I heard a guy. I don't know if it was tongue in cheek as a joke or he he sounded like it was serious. He was talking about. Calistan, but they don't need to be left out. They need to go ahead and get them too, and then they need to put them in divisions and have the, you know, the, the and, and they can keep most of the, the traditional matchups together, and then they could keep the Rose Bowl too, because then they could have the, the division champions play each year in the Rose Bowl. If what he was describing was, was, it sounded like exactly the Pac-10 and the Big Ten, and have their champions meet each other. I was like, I don't know if he was pulling a joke or whether he was being serious, but if he was serious, yeah, that'd be great. Have have the West teams all play each other and have their champion play the East teams and have them meet in the Rose Bowl. But um, anyhow, go Gators. Be safe, everyone. 
All right, Porter. Yeah, you know, the thing that's so weird about all this stuff that's going on is it feels like like the college football playoff people, now they've got to change everything they're going to do, right? Mm-hmm. Because do you – is I mean, they had a bid there for the Pac-12. There's only yeah, two teams. Six, six conference <laughs> champs yeah. are going to the playoffs. So, uh, And that's where a lot of people are going to position themselves. I'm sure the AAC is trying to say, hey, look at us. We're going to bring in all these teams. But they've already lost the the best teams they had yeah, have UCF. gone elsewhere, UCF and, and Cincinnati. Um, so it could end up with, with more where let's just say we get down to a point where there are only – Four, which I think is what it'll be, that get guaranteed spots, and then it opens up eight, you know, uh, spots. Yeah, I I do like the divisions though, like you're saying, it's it's going to stink not going. And to me, a perfect fix would be add two more to the SEC. Although the revenue is obviously not going to work, and we we all know that. But then. You have an East and a West, and you just play your division. You play eight games because there's nine teams on each side. You play your eight. You never play anybody from the other side, and then you just have at it. But well, I think but you, and here's you want to have people that see the other side yeah, and play them do. and do all that. But here's where I think it's nearsighted thinking in, in that let's just say, I mean, Auburn's not going to stink forever, no, right? Let's just say Alabama and Auburn have the best two best teams. And they play on the last game of the season. And then they play the next week. I don't want to see that. I really don't want to see that. I don't want to see it in any conference, let alone the SEC. So, to me, now I, I just I liked it when they had divisions and you could still win your division even if you lost a couple of games. I mean, Florida did it, obviously, in, uh, in 92. I think uh, – well, obviously Arkansas when they they beat, lost to Florida in 06. I think they had lost three. And weren't there a couple losses each? And when McIlwain went, yes, yeah. Well, because they had always lose to FSU. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they no they. I, that was still more fun than seeing, I don't know, two teams that, that played already that year. Um, I, I I didn't even like repeats. You know, there were a couple of those. There weren't too many, though, were there? Nope. Where you had repeat uh, teams that had already played during the regular season. But anyway, again, that was part of the whole deal of playing divisions. Um, so I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of going to no divisions. I, 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 I really, at first, I didn't really care. The more I've thought about it, I, I'm kind of down on it. Okay. I want to I stomp my fist in the air. And right. slam my shoe down like Nikita Khrushchev. Then we will take a break. You, who you've never heard so of. So duels can do that. Yeah. He's a gymnast. <laughs> we'll be right back to wrap things up horse. here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good evening. I'm Jackson Castellano. USA Basketball men's national team kicked off a five-game exhibition slate last night ahead of the 2023 FIBA World Cup. The U.S. men defeated Puerto Rico 117-74 in the opening matchup. The team will play its next game against Slovenia on Saturday. In Gators news, Florida men's golf assistant coach Dudley Hart was named the Outstanding Assistant Coach of the Year today by the Golf Coaches Association of America. Hart helped lead the Gators to an NCAA National Championship this summer. In MLB action, the Tampa Bay Rays open a three-game series against the St. Louis Cardinals tonight. 
The Rays have won four of their last six headed into tonight's game and sit three games back from first place in the AL East. You can catch the game right here at six. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jackson Castellano. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With Express Shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. So I have a full upper dental implant and full lower. The bottom is removable. So I had everything removed and replaced. I take them out every day, clean them, and put them back in. They snap on securely so you can eat with comfort and everything else and you don't have to worry about laughing and them coming out. <laughs> I was dumping so much money into like replacing each individual tooth. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to find an alternative. I love it. <laughs> I can smile a big smile now and not have to worry about missing teeth. It's a great place. I highly recommend them. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. International Diamond Centers giving you relief from rising prices with two incredible offers going on right now. Offer number one, an instant 20% savings on all wedding bands. You heard it right. Now, for a limited time, get our best price ever on all wedding bands. 20% off across the board. Now that's price relief. Or if you prefer, you can take advantage of offer number two. Zero interest financing for 36 months on any purchase. And IDC will even cover your first two payments. This incredible finance option is for everything. Rings, earrings, pendants, bands, bracelets, exquisite designer jewelry, even certified diamonds. Pick any item. Spread your payments over three years with zero interest. And as a bonus, IDC will even cover your first two payments. So you can save big on wedding bands. Or go take advantage of this incredible zero-rate finance offer. Whichever you choose, you can't lose during IDC's Summer of Savings event. Now through the end of August, only at International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. On approved credit, some product restrictions apply. See store for details. Mike Lester is the founder of Talon Wealth. I can't believe how much attention Talon's advertising has been receiving. All I said was, I wouldn't sell my mother an annuity, and nobody should sell you an annuity either. So here's the thing. I was a very successful annuity salesperson back in the day, but I evolved as a financial advisor, as a fiduciary. I just don't know how, as a fiduciary, you can promote products that pay you a commission before your clients make a dime. So all of you out there pushing and selling annuities to your clients, explain to them who's paying for your radio advertisements, who's producing your radio show. After you answer those questions, then explain to me why I wouldn't sell my mother an annuity. That's all there is to it. Mike, you pay for all of our advertising. I produce our radio stuff and I work for Talon Wealth. That's right, Christian. We don't have to sell annuities to provide income to people in retirement. More at guardingyournestegg.com. Advisory services through Talon Private Wealth and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Florida License D056341. The WRUF Radio App. 
your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gators head men's basketball coach Todd Golden, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And I said, you know, I don't think enough credit is given to the guitar in this song. I mean, we all know the song. It's just really well written. Written in Eric Clapton's garden. Mm -hmm. It was a dreary day and. George, all of a sudden the sun came out and said, here comes the sun. And I said, it's all right. But the guitar is really great. Anyway, we are back here on the show. Only a few minutes left and then we'll be done for another day. Be back tomorrow. Did you see the uh, epic Aaron Boone? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I saw like, that was actually a really good impersonation of the home plate umpire and the way he called strike three. It was. Mm. I, obviously, he's pretty frustrated. Yeah, he's frustrated. He's they can't a, hit. And he's got a bad team. How do you have? How do you have teams as bad as the Mets and the Yankees with yeah, the payroll? That amount of money. But uh, we actually talked about a little bit yesterday. Just the the up and coming. I'm sure PG wasn't real happy. With athletes that. in baseball and the the youth in that sport they're they're really good. And sometimes, you know, you get to a certain age, you get washed up a little bit. And it's hard to say that a 33-year-old is washed up, but there's all these young bucks that are really, really good. So, yeah. And, and that's, and that's making a difference. So and they, yeah. Prospects are a, a big commodity nowadays. Yep. And I think that's why you didn't see a lot of guys traded and trying to get help because they're now relying more on their younger guys. They're looking at the model that the Orioles are doing and – Gosh, the Cubs all of a sudden, Rossi's right. got them playing really well. Beat yeah, the Braves a couple I of times. I didn't times. really like it for a while there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think you're right. I think they, that's always been the pattern of the Yankees, especially, is to go and get names. Don't bother whether they're going to fit in. Don't bother whether they're past their prime. I mean, Moneyball is a great example where the Yan- the reason David Justice was on the A's is he got to the Yankees too late, couldn't do anything. They had to pay for half his salary to go to the A's, mm-hmm. uh, and that's. But they've continued that. They haven't stopped doing that. They keep getting guys that are just past their prime. And yeah, the- I'll make you feel really old. Okay. I just was looking through my calendar today, and later this month, or maybe it's early next month. Javon Kurz turns 47. What happened? Mm-hmm. I would. I was. I used to live in the same apartment complex with him, and, and <laughs> I mean, we. I would see him all the time. He had that caddy in nice Cadillac. He did have a nice yeah, Cadillac? It turned out Tank Black paid for it, but <laughs> um, in fact, we had Alex Brown on the podcast today, so that was. Yeah. It, it got it's worth talking. a listen. Oh, it's it's. Alex is. I wish we get we and I told him. I said we should have you on every week. You're 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 that interesting. But he was he was great. So the first time I ever had to do the leg press in the gym, you know, all the athletes <laughs> worked out together. 
I'm sitting there. I've got a couple of 45s on each side. And then all of a sudden. I'm impressed you could do 90. Sits down right next to me, freaking Javon Curse. So now I'm on the leg press with Javon right next to me. And I'm like, I got this is ridiculous. I, I that had was, no that chance. would have been embarrassing. It was pretty embarrassing. So you, your little weights are going. Yeah. And he's just throwing like, them up there. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. He was a man amongst boys. He was such a good player. I, I, you know, they got they got the most out. I'm not saying they didn't get the most out of him because 98's defense is still, I think, the best defense Florida ever had. In 96, he was on the national championship team, yeah. although he wasn't a big, big factor, part of it. Yeah. yeah. But, um, man, it would have been great to have one more year because he was, he was so – he was like there are two athletes that have come through here that to me were true freaks. And that is the freak and Percy. Percy yeah. Those are the two guys that they did things I've never seen anybody else do. And a lot of people could say that about Tebow, but I saw guys run over people before. Yeah. I didn't see many quarterbacks. Tebow, Tebow do didn't that. do anything out of the ordinary. He was just really good just, at what he did. And he just did everything. Yeah. Yeah, he could That's throw, why. he could run, he could he could have some speed that I don't think he ever got enough credit for how fast he was. Mm-hmm. I mean, he wasn't like like Brandon James fast. You know, Danny Werfel did things I've never seen before, but yeah, there wasn't. These different. guys were different. Yeah. Yeah. You can tell it was different. All right, nothing different. It's like you're different, Jeff. Yeah, nothing different with Jose producing nope. another stellar performance by him. We just tried to make it through. And we'll do it again I tomorrow. I think we did, yeah. Yeah, good show. Appreciate all the phone calls. Lots of fun. And we're getting closer, folks. We won't do the countdown every single day, but just know that every day we sign off means one day closer watching the Gator football team back on the field. All right, for Duels, I'm Dozo. See you. Talk to you tomorrow.